Hello and welcome to Pod Spirit. I'm Hazel. And I'm Nikki. And this is our 23rd episode. Uh, thank you so much for joining. Yeah. Um, so I feel like we should almost just, just right out the gate, just kind of jump right into it because mm-hmm. we've got so much shit to talk about. Yeah. Um, Nikki, you and I went on a, on a fucking bender, a music bender yeah this week yeah 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 we're 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 both waking up next to a dumpster and we're like whoa that was a lot of uh (laughs) early to mid 2000s uh japanese rock music that we (laughs) that we consumed and 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 we're like like oh god our dms are hilarious because it really is just like throwing uh bands at each other and throwing like spotify links at each other and being like can, can you fucking believe this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. So this all happened because I, uh, as I mentioned in the last episode, I watched Beck Mongolian Chop Squad, and I became far more fascinated with the music that played in the background of it than the music that played in the foreground. And I found out uh, that one of those bands that was actually listed in the credits was called Pop Catcher. Uh, and so I looked up the song that was in Beck, uh, and I really enjoyed it. And then I was like, all right, fuck it. I don't have anything going on. Uh, it's like a Saturday night or whatever. Uh, I'm going to put on their one full length record because I saw that they had like fucking 40 listeners a month on Spotify and like all of their songs that weren't from Beck had like six views on YouTube. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck is going on with this band? I'm so curious. Like I'm really impressed by this weird fusion of like Weezer-y power pop and like borderline like Thursday riffage. Yeah. So I put on this record and it fucking blew my mind. <laughs> it's so it's so nice when like uh you know I f- I feel like I feel like sometimes you get in a spot as a listener where you're like I think I've maybe heard all the surprising stuff I'm ever going to hear or something yeah, you know like, yeah. like you get in a weird spot some months and then and then you hear something and you're like what the fuck what the fuck yeah. the fuck like uh I don't know, like a couple years ago, whenever I fucking got into gore guts all of a sudden, instead of like, yeah. uh, uh, that was a weird thing for me too, because I was just like, I, I had been pretty disinterested in a lot of metal for a very long time. And then, like, I listened to that and I was like, oh, people are actually still finding really weird things to do with guitars, uh, in like yeah. heavy music still and everything. And yeah, that Popcatcher record is, is very similar. It's like, wow, these guys are like, playing with structure and uh like tone in ways that it's that's super fun and fascinating and stuff especially for like a yeah. like what's ostensibly a pop record like yeah it, it's still a pop like a pop rock record but like it's just so fucking like out there and, and what I think is really fascinating about it too is that those really <clears throat> playful choices and structure are both on a macro and a micro mm-hmm. yeah. um like the the songwriting is really tight and goes in a lot of really really fascinating directions. Yeah. Without being like kind of like left field and penisy. Um but also like the record as a whole is really beautifully structured despite being really like like on its surface there's not necessarily a sense of flow in terms of like 
all right, we've got like a batch of small, smaller songs and then like a longer one after, or like we've got some quieter yeah. songs and then some louder ones or whatever, but it just flows really beautifully, uh, really organically. Um, yeah. just by kind of being itself and always moving to some new idea. Yeah. Uh, it, it like, uh, finding out that, that one of the guitarists from toe, like uh used to be in this band yeah uh, i think it's the the lead singer is the main guy from toe yeah uh it like made complete sense to me i was like because toe is like super adventurous and very like like fun and like like it, yeah it's like it's like it's like nudely you know like math rock kind of post rock type of stuff but uh Th- th- their albums always have like a really good sense of like place and a really good like uh uh flow to them and everything. So I don't know, it just made a lot of sense that like okay, like Popcatcher is kind of like a, a more structured version of that. Yeah. Uh, it, it, uh, you know that 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 almost kind of comes off as like more experimental because they're playing within that structure. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't feel like it's that much of a fusion with other genres or other yeah. subgenres. It feels really wholly like it is exploring every last avenue within exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's fucking enthralling. Yeah. If if you guys take any one like 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 recommendation from this episode uh definitely listen to that popcatcher record it's so good. yeah it's, it's yeah, they only it's have one wild. so yeah they only got uh, the one and stuff and the uh, one full length and then i have they have like a few eps and a few singles yeah yeah um yeah, yeah. last episode you talked about the kind of phenomenon of uh a song having like one line that's delivered so perfectly that it like totally sells the song. Yeah. And the second, dra- the second track from that pop catch record, uh, mm-hmm. uh, a rough draft copy. Yeah. The name of the song has like, I can't stop thinking about the way he sings the line connections and feelings Yeah. in that song. Yeah. Uh, in the second the second chorus it is fucking incredible yeah it it's it, it's it's just fucking yeah uh, what was the song that was in beck by the way uh uh by remix oh. is the name of the song interesting uh okay. it's not from their full length yeah uh but yeah pop yeah. catcher pop fucking catcher. <laughs> fucking hell so but, that sent me on a fucking bender yeah yeah yeah, that like like spinning off from that, we we listened to like so much shit that was like yeah. even like a little bit attached. Yeah, <laughs> because like instantly my brain was like, if something this good can be this unknown, what the fuck else is out there? God, and uh, yeah. the one thing that I'll give to Spotify above anything else is that their related artists section usually keeps the artists that are being recommended within about the same number of listens. So, uh, as a result, I started trawling through bands that were listed as being related, sonically, whatever, to Popcatcher. Um, mm-hmm. And that led me to just a fucking whole bunch of music. Um, specifically, though, uh, the album or the band Pooley, that's P-U-L-I. Yeah. Uh, which I think had even fewer listeners a month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which records of theirs did you listen to, and what did um, you think of them? Oh, good lord. Uh, let me let me find them. Uh, I no think, problem. I th- One of I th- them isn't even on Rate Your Music. Fascinatingly. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I think Pulley. I think uh, yeah. Listen to uh, Repaint Our Dwelling, and then a little mm. bit of Fellows Met by Chance. I I didn't listen. To yeah. All of it. Um, yeah i yeah. think um fellows met by chance is my favorite of the two yeah um i think what's really interesting about that band to me is the fact that um i mean obviously like this is pretty common with uh japanese alt rock um right but they uh a lot of their songs almost all of their songs are written in english or have portions in english yeah. Um, but what I think is really interesting is that it's a style of lyricism that you don't really see in Japanese music, period. A lot of Japanese lyricism in, in alt-rock is very kind of like about describing a scene and kind of imbuing a sense of emotion into that. Yeah. Um, or kind of uh, uh, writing like a, a statement of intent. Mm-hmm. Um, either artistically or emotionally, but these are lyrics that fit a lot more within what a lot of the like uh, power pop twinged emo of the the era was doing. Um, so like stuff from the Get Up Kids and Mo- Motion City soundtrack, especially yeah. lyrically, yeah. I think there's a yeah. lot of crossover there. And that like it's really interesting to hear a, a singer. Uh, in this style of music from this era, from this this uh, kind of scene, sing very frankly about like mental illness and 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 kind of like uh, emotional well being, in a in a way that that is so yeah. direct. Uh, and I find that really compelling, almost more so than than the songwriting itself, which is also cartoonishly tight. Yeah, yeah, they reminded me a lot of uh, the band Apart. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Though the, the, the band apart, I guess, uh, skews a bit jazzier, or mm. uh, you know, uh, I don't know. However, you want to describe them. Uh, uh, but, the band but apart is so fucking good. The band apart is really, really good. I found out my uh, my sister uh, had been listening to them, like, <laughs> like, like independent from my influence. Like, like we, we were, we were listening to music in the car and like, you know, me, me and like my siblings will like kind of, uh, like determine who gets the aux cord, uh, proverbially. And, uh, uh, like she just started like playing it and I was like, are you fucking joking? She's like, what? I was like, I was like, I've listened to this band for like 10 fucking years. Like, 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 where is this coming from? I have no idea. I found them through you. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel, I feel like she must have like listened to some playlist or something, and like, I don't mm, know. I, I interesting. Don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna have to like interrogate her, like shine the like, <laughs> shine the shine the fucking lamp in her eyes and be like, tell yeah. me exactly where. <laughs> yeah, because like I was, I like, uh, uh, I got turned on to them from, uh, from a friend showing me, uh, one of their one of their songs from the Foolproof like EP, which is like at the beginning mm. of their career. Uh, oh wow! And uh, uh, it's a song called "Reminisce." It's very good. Uh, and um, uh, and then I spun off from there, and I got like like 
like this friend had only like really listened to this song and stuff just because of like YouTube like like recommendations and stuff. And so like just like had this song on like a playlist that like they, they sent me, I think, or whatever. And like but I spun off from that and was like, I got it. I have a J Pop Suki account and I'm gonna do a deep fucking dive on this. <laughs> and uh yeah. and so so yeah, I've been I've been like kind of like a weird super fan of that band for a while, but yeah, uh, I was Man, just, I'm looking at Rate Your Music and yeah. they are not very popular in there. They have like their their most listened to record yeah. has 33 ratings. Yeah, like like That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is it, it's weird how like um the band apart are like like I get the impression that they're like fucking like indie rock legends in Japan yeah. and stuff like like they own their own label, Asian Gothic. They like like they put on other bands all the time. They 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 I don't think they've like ever done like music on anime. Like like they've like they've sustained a career like without having to like really like yeah. sell songs, you know. Uh like it's it's cool. Like like it's a you're, very you your rate your music account is one of three ratings on their most recent EP. Ex- fucking exactly. <laughs> exactly the fuck it is. It's uh I didn't that's... even know you had a rate your music account. Yeah, I actually yeah, yeah. I've I I've uh I'm like I'm like very lax with uh with ratings and stuff because I oh, never thanks for remember. the four and a half stars. Oh yeah. EP. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no problem um uh, uh <laughs> but uh yeah the uh uh yeah i don't know but, but but it's weird that like they don't really like they haven't even caught like like moo listeners ears really yeah which you know? is so surprising because what they're doing is like that blend of like alt rock with like uh beat era king crimson is like <laughs> nobody else sounds yeah like that it's yeah. fucking awesome yeah they're a very unique band sonically for sure like uh uh and they've really grown into their sound like it's so cool yeah. that they like made a like actual delineation in in their like eras from like yeah everything through like 2010 is is sung in english and then everything after that is sung in japanese and like yeah they've just been singing in japanese for like the last like decade plus or whatever and uh i don't know it's just been like it's just a fun fun thing that they did but uh uh yeah uh i think i think spinning off from from you and uh listening to pulley and stuff i like I, I i got inspired to just start like clicking on random records which i like almost never do on Spotify. yeah me neither because like, i was me just neither. like i was just like let me just listen to whatever and stuff and i ended up uh getting really into and just like uh spinning is like good like kind of I don't know, the, the, uh, the, just good, like, background, like, feel good, just like, oh, this is just some fun, comfy pop rock or whatever. I I, I, I really like the uh, Come Back My Daughter's album. Uh, sp- yeah. Yeah, Spitting Kisses, which is like... Such a good album name. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, God, Spitting Kisses is such... Yeah, that, that, that shit is ridiculously good. Uh, and, uh, uh, it yeah, it reminds me of, like, Motion City Soundtrack and, like... Uh, uh, like what if green album was good and uh <laughs> you know by weezer and uh uh like just just a lot of like uh just just that it, it's like that realm of like of like indie rock or whatever like it's not it's just very light it's very airy uh 
the lyricism isn't like like the lyricism is not like Motion City soundtrack, whereas Motion City soundtrack is very like confessional stuff. But like I think yeah. sonically it's doing stuff that's similar to like uh you know the first few Motion City soundtrack records. But uh uh yeah, I really liked that one um quite a bit. Uh particularly there's a song in particular that I was like really uh oh uh, uh I know your love is like very good. Um Yeah, I, I can't yeah. remember if I listened to that full record or if I just listened to um Yeah. a few songs from it, but I yeah. really liked what I heard. Yeah, it's pretty damn short. Like it's just, it's just a fun little thing. I tried to listen to their other stuff and everything and that and, and it's good too, but it didn't make as much of an impression. Uh that that and I just really liked the fucking album cover just being like like it's all pink and there's like a doily in the background and there's just a ton of fucking dogs just like these 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 like beautiful like painted dogs uh it's yeah <laughs> it it feels like a record you'd see on Bandcamp yes yeah except it came out in like 2004 <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh God, uh, what else have I been listening to? I listened to, uh, I mean, I've listened to a, a, a couple new things. Uh, mm. I listened to uh, the new uh, Black Country New Road uh, record, um, which is kind of in a weird spot because their singer like abruptly left the band a few days before the album came out. And, oh. and I think that band is uh, like no shade towards the band whatsoever, but I think that band is really made like like it really comes together under like the, 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 like the, the commanding presence of those vocals and like the lyricism and stuff. It's very like storytelling driven, very like, I don't know. It's like, uh, uh, um, it, you know, like it, like it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a post-punk vocal, just kind of almost like spoken vocal over like, uh, you know, slint uh, uh slint style stuff uh some like th- though this this album is like less slint and more like just general like kind of uh not general but uh it's it's kind of doing more of like a like a post rock thing uh though that's i don't know Th- that also feels incomplete it's just like th- they make some good stuff uh, uh like i i like that band uh they're like younger they're they're kind of in like the same like I don't know, I guess age group is like black midi is and stuff. So it's just like, mm. so it's just like younger, like British kids, like kind of just like doing weird dark shit. And it's like cool. Uh, uh, and I, and I like it and stuff. Uh, like I, I like to see the kids having their fun and, and, <laughs> and enjoying like, uh, nineties, like, like post punk, like, yeah, just, just dark stuff. Uh, but, uh yeah i don't know uh, like it, it's it's just weird because it's like well i this might be the last one i like from them so it's weird kind of already knowing that uh yeah yeah it's it, like like i mean they could surprise me they could they could you know uh get a different singer that still works or they could they could go instrumental or whatever and still work but like uh yeah it's funny yeah um how sometimes like some bands really pull that off while others really kind of flan like flounder as a result yeah it like losing a singer is pretty hard not yeah. not, not that the singer 
<laughs> not speaking as a vocalist, not that that is like the most important job or anything, uh, but like, but it is always the identity. It, it yeah, of the like, band like, at like the absolute forefront. Vocals are like it's it's like vocals are are usually the more the most idiosyncratic like thing. Like like it's like you know it's a voice. It's literally like yeah. prescribing a voice and words and ideas onto a thing and. Uh, that yeah yeah changing that is is always going to be tough um yeah it, it is weird how some bands have like have like kind of managed to do it and stuff and then some bands are just like oh no but then i would also say that some of the bands that still were successful after a singer change like got so fucking like bad that you know like like yeah like people make people always make fun of like sammy hagar van halen you know <laughs> <laughs> right it's like <laughs> like why like <laughs> but but like van halen you know like they're still around i think uh though i guess though i guess they have david lee roth now so it's not like you know that is yeah that's right oh no uh uh uh, uh that's like one of the only times you'll ever hear us talk about hair metal in this fucking podcast but, um, unless something goes horribly awry so, oh <laughs> Unless, unless, like who unless, knows? Who knows what would cause more of that out yeah, of us? Yeah. <laughs> unless Hazel gets really, really weirdly inspired on that new Twinkle Park, and it just like no you know, Panama who knows, cover. Though? Who knows? There's still time. Yeah. Um. So really quickly, two more bands that are mm. Coltar of the Deepers related, because yes. I feel like every episode we have to uh, introduce more. We got the. Uh, it's, um, it's like a. It's like a. It's like a it's like a segment now. This Coltar yeah, check. Basically, Coltar yeah, basically. Coltar check. Let's do this. Um Well, first of all, I re-listened to Submerge, which mm. uh didn't really grab me that much on my first listen, uh, but it grabbed me a lot more on my on that particular listen. So yeah. uh thumbs up to that one. That's their second full length. Uh but more importantly, um, I listened to the Sleepwalks record, Phantasmagoria 1. Uh, this is related to Coltar because um, this is a project by uh, Watchmen, who is one half of Sad Asper Records, uh, the other half of which is uh, uh, the frontman of Coltar. <laughs> yeah. There's levels to this sicko shit. But yeah, yeah. Um, you may know the Sleepwalk is having a song in Moon Remix RPG. Yeah. Yeah. Uh which is crazy. Um but Yeah, the Sleepwalk is fucking awesome. That that fucking record is wild. It is Yeah. That record That that's another thing that like uh uh it, it feels like it could have come out fucking last year. Uh yeah. especially with like the album art like sensibilities and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, like it's it's pretty wild. Like <laughs> it's uh I had to keep reminding yeah. myself that that came out a year before uh, Velocity Design Comfort by Sweet Trick. That's, yeah, that's... Wild. If you like Velocity Design Comfort, uh, uh... I mean, if you like any sweet trip, you should fucking absolutely listen to Phantasmagoria mm. at one by the Sleepwalk. Yeah, uh, that record kicks fucking ass. Presumably, and... presumably the other Sleepwalk records are also good. Yeah, good I haven't listened to the other ones yet. I'm yeah. really trying to take my time with uh, with yeah. this band's discography because I really want to kind of soak in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I, I, each I, album and really fully understand it before I jump to the next, because I know I'm going to be really sad once I've heard it all. Yeah, I, I, I'm just thinking that, like, it's definitely, like, I, I feel like I feel like it's a safe, a safe assumption, considering that two of their other records are Phantasmagoria 2 and 3, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably, you know, at least half their yeah. discography is probably <laughs> going to resonate. Um but yeah, no, that, that that record, yeah, that was that was an absolute trip uh going through it and stuff. And uh, uh yeah. some of the some of the musical choices on uh on there are are like like whenever it kind of like breaks from being like sort of shoegazy and stuff, like that's yeah. when it's like like it's it's like, oh shit, shit's getting real. And so like whenever yeah. it just like cuts it out and stuff, like it's pretty wild. Uh yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Um there's also uh uh Oh God! How the fuck? I have already forgotten how to pronounce the name of this band. Oh no. Uh. Uh. Okay, it is. Uh, Cubanois. Uh. Uh. Which is a band formed by two of the members from BP. Uh, oh yeah. One of which, who was uh formerly a member of Coltar. <laughs> uh, they released an album this year. Um. So there's like basically there is new BP. Yeah. Uh, it sounds it sounds like BP. It smells like Yeah, it like sounds BP. like a record. I think you put it as like they 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 dug up a record from 1999 and put it out in 2021. Yeah, it, is what it, it sounds like. Yeah, like even like the recording, like like it just sounds yeah. like I don't know, it's weird. It does, it doesn't sound like like uh, you know, I feel like sometimes, like when you get like an older band, like doing a doing a record like now and stuff, it feels like listening to that band with glasses on, or whatever. Like yeah. it's like oh, for, for better and for worse, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Like like it kind of yeah, but 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 this it just, it just sounds legit. Like they're just like oh fuck, we never dropped this. <laughs> Let's yeah, drop it. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 really cool. Uh uh uh, and I always love any BP adjacent stuff. Golden BP is uh. That is a certified Pod Spirit classic. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. I yeah, I went back and listened to uh, BP's entire discography. Uh, some long. of the songs no. that are literally untitled from like early, early demos of theirs that are collected on. I think it's like Perfect BP or Golden BP yeah. or I can't remember the exact name of the compilation record. Um it fucking they're so good it's crazy yeah, yeah uh i love that band so much um yeah absolutely pod spirit core that band pod um have you been listening to much else uh no i i, I wouldn't say cool. anything anything super notable uh like i cool. feel like i'd probably remember it if i did <laughs> yeah um I will really quickly shout out um, two more artists and mm -hmm. then we can move on yeah. just so that I don't have like a backlog of artists I still want to talk about for the next <laughs> record. Um, like I see, like I feel like I, I, I saw the appeal of chart posting after this week. Yeah. So I listened to so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I may, I may not even have that much to talk about next week because I'm, um, I listened to all of that while I was writing this next video script. Right. So kind of inherently, <clears throat> I had a lot more time to listen to stuff. And as I enter the editing phase, I'm going to have to focus primarily on editing, um, which means I will wind up watching a bunch of shit. Mm -hmm. 
So I imagine that uh, there's going to be a little bit of a cycle from here forward. Yeah. But anyway, um, I listened to the album Planet Magic by Nshukugawa Boys. Oh, yeah. uh, Who are like... (sighs) I know it sounds silly to quote a YouTube comment in a podcast, but (laughs) I think that it really summed it up perfectly where uh, someone on on a in the comments of one of their songs was like man uh these guys just really like embody the fact that rock can be fun and you can tell that they're having a lot of fun just just rocking out uh and i think that's so cute and i think it's really true um yeah the the the, their video that they have that's like that's like the most blown out contrast like yeah fucking, like them like singing cl- like like they're just like dancing around a room like singing close up to this like camera that's like basically on the ground yeah like very good shout out shout out to my to to my friend bleach uh uh on discord who like posted that video and stuff in response to me like posting about some other stuff and uh uh like just talking about this general sort of stuff that we've been talking about on this podcast and uh 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 like prompted and that prompted me to share the video with you which i think like <laughs> spun you off into into listening to the record uh yeah so, you know shout yeah, out i was there. listening to that record like on a loop uh for yeah. a day uh it is just like an incredibly sweet sounding record that i think really embodies the feeling that i had when i would just kind of like aimlessly jam with two particular friends of mine yeah um just kind of like very simple like almost like repetitive uh songwriting that is like extremely extremely uh like good at being repetitive because it's really catchy for one but then it's also like the the way that it kind of like meditates on itself and evolves very slowly and very gradually without being like some weird like tension release kind of post-rock thing it's like a very unpretentious version of something uh uh that is distilled distilled down to its very essence Mm -hmm. in a way that i find like absolutely mesmerizing uh i love that record yeah uh, and then lastly, um, well, actually, I'll save that for later. I'm going to listen to more <laughs> of their discography eventually right. anyway, so we can move on. Um, there was a fucking Nintendo Direct. Uh, oh, fucking hell there was. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we don't have to dwell on it too much because we're going to be late to the party posting this anyway. Yeah. Uh, but like, can you fucking believe they're actually making a fucking new front mission game? That's fucking stupid. <laughs> oh those are uh those are remakes yeah 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 sorry yeah remakes yeah. of uh of, of front mission one and then two later yeah, and stuff. two like, which i don't think ever got a translation so that's kind of like a like a world first for us yeah and um, uh and two is apparently pr- supposed to be like particularly good uh mm. so uh yeah like uh it's actually it, it is actually very funny how how many like strategy games are coming out because like there's triangle strategy which is like by the octopath guys there's the front mission remake there's advanced wars there's uh heavy rumors of there being like another fire emblem game like they just announced like a dynasty warrior spinoff and then there's there's heavy rumors that there is like just another fire emblem game that they're they're probably going to put out this year uh there's like uh uh fucking 
I don't know. Like, uh, uh, there's just a ton of shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a ton of shit, but unfortunately, like, none of it is quite for me. And a lot of the stuff that seems like it would be is yeah. old stuff. But again. Yeah. Uh, um, Live Alive made me very stoked. Uh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm that was very, really cool. I'm very fucking excited about that. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that looks extremely cool. Uh, where do you stand on, on HD 2D stuff? Do, do you think like that's an ugly style or, uh, I think it looks really cool. I just haven't cared about any of the games that have been made in it until now. Right. Right. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, I think typically, yeah, I I think it looks cool. I I, like, I I don't think it's as ugly as some people say and stuff like, I actually think I I can people really say it's ugly. Uh, yeah. Like there, there's a lot of people that are like, I kind of get it because there's like a lot of games that are coming out with HD 2D stuff like the Octopath guys. They do their whole thing with like their own original games, like looking like that. And then now Dragon yeah. Quest three is getting remade in that style. Yeah. And then now we're getting live alive. And yeah, uh, I've always loved yeah. that diorama style. So I feel like I've been um, primed pretty, for it. pretty primed for it yeah. uh, for like a long time. Yeah, um, I think I think it looks so cool. it's cool. Yeah, I played live alive in high school, though. So like, I'm not really in a huge rush oh, to play okay. it again. Um, I, I, I never got around to it. It was like one of those weird like. Uh you know uh, uh uh weird games that like kind of orbited earthbound that i just like never yeah managed to 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 get around to um yeah so yeah, I, and for those yeah. listening um live alive is particularly relevant to earthbound because the writer of that game would go on to write mother three so uh there is that tissue there if you were kind of on the fence about whether or not it seems like it would be for you. Well, uh, uh, like it, it would probably be like a, it would, it would be like a, like a, like a partial scenario. Cause like Etoy wrote mother three and stuff like, uh, or sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean, he yeah. was one of the people who wrote. Yeah. Mother yeah. 3. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I should have specified. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> didn't, mean, yeah. didn't mean to be pedantic there, but I was just like, <laughs> no, 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 you were right too. You were yeah, right yeah, too. Yeah. Um, um but, yeah, I like, think it, I think maybe it was like specifically he was one of the scenario writers. Right. Yeah, that would make sense. That would make sense for sure. Uh, like, no, I'm an idiot. He directed Mother Three, but was a scenario writer oh. on on Live Alive. Okay, that that makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah so, so, I'm glad so, I caught that. I'm glad I caught that. So it's Brownie Brown alum, uh, which is like, or uh, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, or yeah, people yeah. that would go on to be Brownie Brown alum, which is awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I'm totally down to just like play it for the first time in this remake or whatever. Like, you know, just just like chill with it as like a new thing. And, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah. And uh, uh, there's like a Chrono Cross remaster that looks fine. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm glad that like a lot of the new stuff that they like added to it or is, is stuff that you can totally turn off and stuff like a yeah. lot of the like, yeah, new like visual things that they added to it and stuff like there's like a there's like a total like laundry list of things you can just turn off and have it revert back to just being the PS one game. So that's cool. Uh, and the Chrono Cross thing is, I think is particular and particularly interesting because there's like a NVIDIA, like GeForce like, like online store, like leak thing that happened like last year that had a whole bunch of like unbelievable shit on it. That was like, it sounded like the most fake list of video games ever. So, uh, so a lot of people wrote it off, but 
the more events that happen that have happened since then, the more it's been proven to be a true document. Uh, because Chrono Cross Remaster is on there, as well as like a few other things that have proven to be like, oh wait, <laughs> like, uh, and uh, 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 so 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 there's like there's like things on that list that like have me like really like raising my eyebrows going are they actually doing that and stuff so like there's a tactics yeah. there's a final fantasy tactics remaster that's on that list there's a final fantasy 9 remake that's on that list <laughs> remake yeah that i don't what along what lines that's is a this very remake? very long video game I, I I am very curious as to what the fuck that is, but that's on that list. Kingdom Hearts 4 is on that list. And the more I thought about it, the like like I I thought about it because of a tweet today uh from the Kingdom Hearts account that was like, oh yeah, we've got this 20th anniversary event coming up on February 20th or something, and I was like, no. They're, <laughs> they're, they're not about to and so, so so I'm getting very nervous now. <laughs> so like about about video games because like a bunch of shit keeps happening. The whole the whole yeah. day, the whole day of that direct was nerve-wracking for me because Etoy tweeted like a few hours before it happened, and I was like, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me and uh luckily it was like the most luckily to the dismay of a lot of other people uh, it was like the most innocuous thing that could have happened yeah. where i was like okay they just put the wii u roms of uh earthbound and earthbound beginnings on the switch and it's like okay that's cool uh, he's always happy about it i'm happy for him right <laughs> i gotta say as an aside yeah. uh <clears throat> that prompted a conversation with some friends of ours yeah. that in turn prompted me to make a tweet that people got kind of mad about in parts. Right, yeah. There were a lot of people who saw my tweet about Mother 3's official release and insisted that this was me coping for the lack of there not being an English release. I don't oh. want there to be one, number one. <clears throat> Rather... I should specify, I've never been in any kind of rush for that to happen. Yeah. I, I, Initially, uh, I wanted it symbolically, but I don't really think it's necessary yeah. now, number one. Number two, I gotta say, I think Mother 3 is pretty good. <laughs> That's kind of it. Yeah. I'm not really huge into the Mother games to begin with. So right. the idea that, that that like this is clearly indicative of me having my hopes and dreams crushed and trying to trick myself into being okay with it is patently incorrect. Yeah. I used yeah. to be kind of an earthbound hater, in fact. <laughs> yeah, I uh uh yeah, so so I actually like I brought up the direct because I wanted to go into this. So that's not really a tangential oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So, because because I was like because like the mother three thing has been weighing on my head and everything because I'm trying to decide for myself is it me coping <laughs> or or is yeah, it like, like, yeah yeah uh, so, so so uh I'm the person I'm the guy I'm 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 the one that that you all tweet about uh that <laughs> that whose who's, mother three is my favorite game and I've had a litany of emotions over the past decade plus since I've played that game and it changed me. Uh, and it rewired some shit in my brain and stuff forevermore. Uh, I've had I've had a ton of emotions over the years about like whether or not it could come over, will come over. Why are they teasing me about it coming over? 
Why, like, why, why are people so angry that people want a GBA game and stuff? Like, just a ton of different things. I, I think at this point, uh, uh, and and I and I've I I tried to state uh, I tried to phrase a tweet, and it it it's almost <laughs> it's <laughs> it's almost like relieving to me. Like this sounds mean. It's almost relieving to me that even you couldn't phrase a tweet that made people understand and stuff like <laughs> that. Because I was trying to phrase a tweet like all day and I just couldn't do it. So I just didn't tweet and stuff Yeah. Uh, about, about the, the fact that like, look, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to like make myself feel better here. I genuinely do kind of think that that like over the years, it's kind of become clear to me that like the unofficialness of Mother Three is 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 so tied to it as as its identity now at this point. Yeah, that that yeah. it would feel extremely strange, like r- like rather than me being like extremely happy and like fucking like jumping for joy that like. Nintendo finally decided to go like fuck it fine fire up Visual Boy Advance and fucking throw <laughs> throw this fucking ROM on there and stuff uh uh and like like I think if, I think it would be less that and me just feeling extremely weird and very afraid of what they would have done on their end on localization for the game because I yeah. because because <clears throat> because I think uh almost more than my love for Mother 3, I think, uh, or, or like maybe not more, but like as much as my love for Mother 3 uh, is for Mother 3, it, like I also love the Mado translation. And yeah. I I think it would be far better than anything Nintendo could give us. Uh, yeah. And I think it would, I, th- I think it's probably for the best that it stays the way it is and it stays this thing you have to discover and find for yourself. And you have to be turned on to by friends. Yeah. However. (laughs) (laughs) However. I do wonder. (laughs) (laughs) They did throw these two games on in a, at a weird spot. This isn't the anniversary or anything. It's just a random day. And, and so I'm, I'm wondering, is there anything they're building toward? (laughs) <laughs> but if if they were building towards something, I do not think it would be Mother Three as it exists. Yeah, I think what they could do <laughs> is 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 maybe some sort of large scale remake slash reimagining that could hypothetically work in some stuff from Earthbound sixty four that had to famously be cut. Because the mother three that's that, literally that's yeah. every single part of this is so too good to be true. It, it is, it is, it is, it is. But I'm just saying because <laughs> mother three as it is now is seven chapters, and it's it, you know, and and it's like this really tight focus game that I honestly think is probably the best version of that game we will ever get or ever want to get, right? Because Earthbound sixty four. The more that I hear about it, the more it feels like it was probably really unwieldy to begin with, and that like it probably mm. did need an editing pass because Mother of Sixty Four was supposed to be like twelve chapters and have like even oh, yeah, more yeah, yeah. and have like <clears throat> even more protagonist switching and stuff, and it was it was right, kind of right. about different things too. Like mm-hmm. like part of what influenced Mother Three's writing is the fact that Etoy had just been divorced. 
and like oh, was working through emotions. I actually I actually found this out through like the Tim Rogers written review on actionbutton.net like forever ago. <laughs> and so um but yeah, like all of this is too good to be true, and it's literally not anything I, like like this is me just literally thinking hypothetically, not even hoping for anything. Uh like like I I I have I have an uncanny ability, or I've built up an uncanny ability over the years to to be completely zen about Nintendo Directs, and I haven't been actually like upset about one in years. Because like not since like the Wii U or something, right? Because the Wii U was a fucking punishing era for, to be a fucking Nintendo <laughs> fan. And so, so, so I think um uh like like so so what what I do is that I go into every direct basically expecting the absolute worst outcome imaginable. I'm 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 like I go into a direct going, well, they're gonna go on screen and like literally flip me off and tell me to go fuck myself. Or <laughs> Or Yoshiaki Koizumi is going to walk on screen and be like, well, Microsoft bought us. <laughs> like, 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 like literally the worst outcomes I could fucking possibly yeah. imagine. <clears throat> and so, so like, uh, 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 yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, but that's like the only thing I could possibly think of as to like, why yeah. or like how or like, like, because it feels random. But also, maybe they haven't had enough fucking subscription sales, you know? Maybe, maybe they, just, they just needed something really cynical to fucking push them forward. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but, but Mother 3, I think, as it is, the Game Boy game, I think is, like, I don't think... I don't think it's gonna make it. I think it's fine. And I think it's fine that it's not there. I, I, I Like, I really... Like everything about the 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 idea of them just throwing a Game Boy game on there like makes no sense. Like like on a like cynical business perspective, like why would they do that? Like yeah, would they do that for any other Game Boy game? Like no, <laughs> like, like, like like I don't know. It just doesn't. None of it makes sense. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Like I I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, and uh, I don't know. But I but but I do empathize. Uh, with 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 people that are like actually bummed about it, because like I don't know, I I imagine it's probably just a lot of like really tired twenty somethings that have wanted this for a long time, <laughs> and or it's like literal high schoolers that ha- that like played uh Undertale slash Deltarune and like want to play this other thing, and like I don't know, they might have like stupid ideas about piracy for whatever reason because of some YouTuber. <laughs> And stuff but like uh i would say like genuinely try to let go of your of your hang-ups with piracy because uh it owns actually and and uh uh, uh playing mother three right now because you can and because it's an extremely good translation of it is always the better route and stuff than just like i don't know not playing it then yelling about it or something yeah. But oh, uh, <clears throat> all right. So that was my soapbox of Mother Three and stuff because uh, uh, I've been thinking about it. It's been weighing on my mind, and I didn't expect for it to weigh on my mind today or, or, or this week at all. But it, yeah. but it did anyway. So yeah. Um. Um. So so moving on from controversial Nintendo opinions. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching my wife play Pokemon Legends Arceus. <laughs> 
It seems yeah. really cute. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, I've really been enjoying watching her play it, and it seems yeah. uh, really charming and really interesting for what it is. Uh, I played, like, a tiny yeah. little bit of it, and it felt really fucking good to throw a Pokeball at a Pokemon. There's, like, That's just their right amount of hit stop. The sound effects are really, like, big and chunky. It's cool. Yeah. It's cute. I like it. I, uh... Uh... I was a really big, like, whenever that game first got announced, I was like, damn it, this game looks like shit. <laughs> yeah. And the one that looked like, I, I literally didn't, I didn't know a single thing about this game until yeah. Alyssa bought it. Like, I genuinely, to, like, Sword and Shield Discourse just i i have Poisonous. pokemon muted on twitter yeah, yeah i don't know what's going on with pokemon and i knew that whatever i was gonna see would be either out of context or or it would just make me sad yeah but no uh i, I mean i clearly i've made the right choice because i've gone into this with zero expectations right, and i've been yeah. pleasantly surprised by watching my wife play it it helps that my favorite pokemon is in it though I yeah I saw I saw Heracross was in it and I was like fuck yeah I might actually have to buy this one yeah and so <laughs> yeah. because Heracross might what's your favorite Pokemon again Frostlass ah oh, okay sick um, uh, I really like Frostlass and and I really like Scorbunny but Scorbunny is kind of new so yeah uh yeah I I I I was I was really I don't know I've I'm not I've not been a Pokemon hater. Uh, at all, I think the Sword and Shield shit was completely fucking stupid because that game looked fine. Uh, I just personally it was wasn't... cute. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I just personally wasn't interested because I haven't been interested in a while since like I don't know. Yeah, like I'm I'm I haven't finished one since like Black and White. And so, like like it's it's been forever. Um, but, yeah, but like uh, this the 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 past like like Pokemon like reveal that happened like last year like in the summer or something that like was the the diamond and pearl remake that looked really bad <laughs> and then yeah. and then arceus which which looked really barren and i was like yeah. oh i was like oh god they're doing a breath of the wild thing and stuff and, and like yeah. I, I made a joke tweet like immediately after and i was just like don't come crying to me if you guys want <laughs> if you guys want your old pokemon back if this pops off because I'm the one that wants old Zelda back, and I'm told to shut the fuck up by every Breath of the Wild fan. So, uh, so, so I, I, I am not the, I am not the shoulder you can fucking cry on with this one. But you know, it seems yeah. like most people see this as a refreshing step in the right direction. Yeah, no, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen very many people say like, why isn't this like old Pokemon? I, and I think that yeah. Game Freak made a really smart decision by releasing this immediately alongside a traditional Pokemon game. Yeah, and I and. I I think I think uh, titling it Pokemon Legends was also yeah. very smart because it very much is like yeah, okay, this, I agree. This, this is this is an additional thing. This is a side thing. Yeah, uh, it, it's a side thing that could probably become the main thing, and then just regular Pokemon gens being like yeah. kind of the side thing. But uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's like whereas like I don't know. I feel like I feel like uh, uh, with Zelda, it's very like. You're out in the woods and it's like, all right, like, like, like you only get one every five years. And if you're not happy with where it's going, then the uh, whoops. Uh, so, yeah. so, that, so, I'm, so I've been having I've been working through uh, complicated feelings with that franchise for quite a while. Yeah. Um, but 
you know so so, so yeah it's so, like the thing about po- yeah you first and i was just gonna say send us send us emails on on twitter if you want to yell uh, send us emails <laughs> about it if you want to yell at me for 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 my yeah. takes or whatever i've got i've Pod got some wild pod ones. gmail.com yeah i've got some totally incredible ones for you and so if you want to <laughs> if you want to interrogate me about zelda i think my hottest takes about pokemon is that it's fun and i like it and <laughs> i think that uh it is fine if it does new stuff because it's a franchise that's been around for like 25 years almost 30 years yeah uh it is completely fine that they're doing new stuff and shaking things up and even if what it's doing is somewhat derivative to like a wider format of gameplay these Mm -hmm. days it's an interesting implementation of it and i don't play like any of those games yeah Breath of the Wild was my first time playing an, an open world game, period. Yeah. I just am not usually interested in that kind of game. Yeah. So because of that, I have the opportunity to get really, like, to experience it without as much baggage. So I guess I just kind of luck out in that front, but... Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I think uh, a franchise doing something new and interesting is is not a bad thing. And I also think that visually... This game looks better than a lot of similar games similar in scope do on the Switch. And I think yeah. a lot of that comes down to the fact that developers are finally starting to understand uh, the specific limitations and the sp- specific kinds of visuals that the Switch clearly has a proclivity for and are designing things around that. Yeah, yeah. It definitely looks to like have shaped up in the time since like it first got revealed or whatever. Like, yeah, it, it, like it, yeah. It definitely feels like it looks cooler and stuff. Uh, I, I, yeah. I, I want to pick it up. Like, like, it, it, it like, I don't know. I, I just, I just like made all the, 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 the statements about like Breath of the Wild stuff and everything. But like for Pokemon specifically, uh, or just in this case, uh, this, a lot of the stuff that it seems to be doing looks like it'll work for me. And so, so I'm very, I'm very interested to get my hands on it. I haven't yet because uh, Elden Ring comes out in like a couple weeks yeah. and I'm not going to have the time. So <laughs> yeah, you're I, making I, the right move. I, yeah, I would rather just wait for a few months and then just hop on it later uh, when it's, oh, wait, it won't be on sale because it's a Nintendo game. So <laughs> it's going to still be 60 in June. Yeah. Uh, but, you know. You might be able to get it for 55. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might get like a coupon or something. <laughs> Shigeru Miyamoto is going to email me a coupon is like here 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 here's some walking around money uh but <laughs> um yeah i don't know yeah th- that stuff looked good um have you watched anything uh i uh i watched american psycho oh did you like it yeah yeah <laughs> i thought it was good yeah <laughs> uh well uh i i only watched like one thing uh but i went to the theater for the first time since uh Dude. oh fuck yeah let's oh, yeah. go yeah yeah no yeah this is my time uh, i went for the first time uh since i saw dune in uh like last october um i went i went to the theater and saw uh jackass forever um which okay so like i feel like there's a strain of like film twitter discourse that isn't like actually discourse it's just a lot of like pause, pausey posting about Jackass Forever that I've seen a couple of people. It is people. so 
it's so shocking in how like refreshing it is yeah that like and i feel like i saw this with borat but to more comp like emotionally and and sort yeah. of socially complicated uh reactions but like everybody just loves jackass <laughs> yeah so like like i think we've all kind of come to realize that like the things about it that seemed like it would wind up like problematic or whatever yeah just kind of haven't yeah yeah it's like okay so uh, yeah, it's actually really interesting. I'm glad you brought up Borat because I didn't think about that and stuff. But uh, uh, yeah, Borat, the the second Borat movie, I actually didn't like very much and stuff. Like I I, yeah. I thought I thought it it was like it felt it felt it felt like like <laughs> hear me out. I don't think Borat is is the uh, is the guy that we need to commentate on on yeah. on, on post twenty sixteen America because yeah. because a lot of what it was a lot of what Borat two was doing felt extremely trite where yeah. uh, Borat one felt like really on point like like for for two thousand four you know for for like Bush era like uh, America and stuff and and applying that like basically like you know, cut and pasting it to, to Trump era stuff just like didn't work for me nearly as well. There's a couple good bits, but like, yeah, everything that it, that it was trying to do, I feel like Jackass does better by just being like fun. And, uh, I think so. So yeah, I think, I think, I think there's like, th there's like, there's positive posting about Jackass on Twitter. And I've seen, I think I've seen a couple yeah. of people bristle with that and stuff, but I, I think it's important to kind of, uh, disengage and 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 kind of realize that jackass was never one-to-one -one with its audience uh of of like middle schoolers like slapping each other in the nuts and stuff like <laughs> because because like uh 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 like if you watch a jackass movie uh like like there there's bits in like jackass one and two and stuff that like don't like like they don't really age well and stuff or they're just like just not very good or very funny and stuff but on the whole jackass i think is is like is honestly really brilliant in terms of like like in, like in terms of its comedy and stuff because it's doing like a very specific mixture of things that that makes makes it so it's like pretty fucking hard to imitate and i think a lot yeah. of it comes from like johnny knoxville being like a genuinely inspired creative force in, yeah. in jackass in terms of writing the bits and everything because jackass is like a weird i think i think the most potent combo like of words i could use to describe it is that it's like john waters meets charlie chaplin um because it's fucking disgusting and filthy and it's and its humor comes from like weirdly dark places a lot of the time but it's also there's like this fucking like silent movies slash like looney tunes fucking like like yeah absolute fucking like like uh, like 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 uh like the spectacle to it that like makes certain bits just absolutely fucking sing and stuff like like jackass is at its absolute best in the bits where it's like like they're they're applying looney tunes logic to themselves and utterly and completely fucking <laughs> failing uh like there's there's literally a bit in the new one that's like it's like a it's like literally like a 20 second like s s piece of film and stuff out of this 90 minute movie. And it's and it's just and it's just this this like this this vacant street and everything and someone riding a bicycle and and just running themselves into a wall that was painted to look like a vacant street 
whatever. And it looks <laughs> uh, like, like, uh, uh, or it wasn't painted. It was like, it's like a photograph that they like put up on this tarp on, on like an actual fucking right. like brick wall and stuff. And they just have a guy just slam into it and stuff. And it, and, and it's like a, that's, it's like a, just a really simple visual gag. And that's it. Then they move on to another bit where like fucking, I don't know, like, st- like, God, like there's just so many like like I could just name bits and it would just immediately like like illustrate. So to I you. wasn't allowed to yeah. watch Jackass mm-hmm. as a child. Mm-hmm. And so uh like a good child I did not. Um right. what is the structure of a Jackass film? Do they try to fit like a connective tissue between all of it? Mm-hmm. Or do they just kinda let it go from thing to thing without very much uh Okay, uh, so continuity. So basically uh it, it is structured exactly like the TV show where the TV show uh which ran for 3 seasons and was very short lived on uh, MTV and stuff is literally just a bunch of like home movie filmed like like stunts or skits or stunts or like bits or whatever that like have a central idea and they're just doing that and filming the reaction to the idea. And then they move on next, next, next one, next video. And stuff like, it's literally like watching a playlist of like short YouTube videos or whatever, but like, there's no commentary. There's no connective tissue. Uh, the, uh, the movies are that, but the the bits go on for longer. They uh they 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 go to way more depraved fucking places, <laughs> and uh and and the movies are usually bookended with uh a really with, with like the opening is always like a central like Hollywood filmed like like kind of uh, uh idea or, or like uh like like the movies open with like an opening sequence and stuff like uh like. Uh, the, 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 the second one opens with like, they're running through like a, uh, uh, it's like a slow motion. Like they're, they're running from like, like it, like in this, like, just like neighborhood, like lot, like set on a lot and everything. And they're like, and, and it, and you get the slow reveal that they're running from a bunch of bulls and, <laughs> and the bulls like actually like crash them through like these fake houses and like. <laughs> and, and and shit like that and then like and and then like you know there's like there's all this production and stuff and it looks cool and everything and there's like explosions or whatever and then they like move on and it's actually just like regular shit and stuff and then the ending yeah. will always be like the ending the ending won't be like won't have the production value of like the opening bit but the ending will be like a really fucking like elaborate or like really involved prank that will t- that or, or or like bit that will take like 10 minutes or whatever like right i think for my money probably the best jackass bit of all time is the ending of the first movie which involves ryan dunn uh uh taking a a toy car like a hot wheel inserting it into a condom lubing it up and inserting it into his ass and then he (laughs) goes to a doctor and and complains about having a problem in his in his in his rear end and then they take an x-ray and the whole point of the bit is to have the doctor lift up the x-ray and see a fucking hot wheel inside of his ass <laughs> <laughs> and and what happens after is like the guy like like it's like this doctor turns to this guy and he literally like takes him into a room and he's like 
you can't tell anybody about this. Don't tell your boyfriend. Don't tell it. Like he literally like, assumes he's gay because of, because of this. He's like, don't tell your boyfriend. Don't tell, don't tell your dad. Don't tell your mom. Don't tell everybody about this. You need to go. You need to try to get this dealt with. Try to try to try to like have this exit you as, as easily as possible. And so like, like he's literally like, like having a real talk with him or whatever. And he gives him the x-rays and takes him out. It takes him everything. He leaves the doctor's office and goes back to this fucking raucous laughing fucking like like uh, a van full of guys or whatever who are like lifting up this x-ray and laughing their asses <laughs> off or whatever and then and then the movie ends like much like fucking pink flamingos with like divine eating a bunch of eating like a like dog shit off of the street and stuff like it, it ends with him pulling it out <laughs> and and it's really it's it's just fucking disgusting i i honestly think that there's there are some bits here and there that, that like do not fly or just are not very funny and stuff but sure. but i i think you hazel i think you would probably get yeah. a kick out of these if you watch i mean them. i've seen every single yeah. episode of kenny versus fenny right so. kenny versus fenny is pretty fucked up it's, it's like that, that yeah. it, it, it is too it is too much yeah too often. yeah yeah, yeah. Kenny, that is not, that is genuinely not a recommendation <laughs> i would say kenny versus fenny is like way more mean-spirited than jackass it's, is it's extremely mean-spirited yeah. jackass is like actually just straight up like like i wouldn't dudes say rock. It, I, I wouldn't say it's like hope it's it's like wholesome or whatever but like yeah it's dudes rock we're like it's like they'll have them do these horrible things or whatever to each other and then they'll be like you good man and then like like you yeah know, like like help each other out and everything or they'll like like call something off or whatever though sometimes i don't know like they have this uh Oh god, there's just there's just so much shit. I I kind of just want to keep talking about Jackass, but I feel like we probably should just, <laughs> should move on. But, I see no reason to stop. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, the the new one is like very very good. Uh, it, it I think it's pound for pound probably the best one in terms of like consistency and stuff. Though the highs are probably higher in some of the uh uh other films, but like Jesus Christ, there there's a fucking there's a there's a skit in this one where they have like. Uh, they're like in a fucking like graveyard set and stuff like like the it's like the cartoonish context that they'll put some of these bits yeah. into like it's like it's like even it like it, it like heightens it and stuff they they have they have like okay so they're in this graveyard set and they have like these uh, they have Steve-O and Chris Pontius who uh, uh, are hilarious together always and stuff they used to do the show Wild Boys together on MTV uh, where they just like would hang out with animals and stuff and do really stupid mm. shit with animals um and uh uh the, though like I, i've always noticed on the credits uh, at the end of the credits on all these movies they have a humane society person on on set at all oh yeah so i mean good. isn't uh steve-o or johnny knoxville i can't remember which yeah. is like a big big animal rights activist i think steve and, like a vegan steve-o is yeah i, I think yeah, is. yeah yeah um uh yeah 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 he is but uh uh like um but they both, but like they're, they're like Steve and Chris Pontius are dressed up like skeletons and they have top hats and shit. And like, and they're both just like, all right, uh, we, we have our sacrifice, we have our sacrifice. And, and they bring out like Wee Man, uh, uh, who, who like has like, like meat strapped to him and, and they lay him down and, and like tie him up. And then they have a vulture come out. <laughs> And pick the meat off of him, and it's really fucking like I was dying, and so like doubled over laughing at this fucking shit. Uh, 
yeah, I don't know. And, there, and there's there's some other stuff in this movie that I, I honestly wouldn't spoil. This the, the new movie has like some new cast members too. Like uh uh they like had to get in some new blood because like the, like a lot of these guys like Johnny Knoxville's like fifty years old. Like like like, like yeah. So so like <laughs> he can't do that shit yeah, anymore. No, yeah, yeah. They He'll have, snap in half. They they have they have a bit where he where he uh gets hit by a bull in the new one. And it straight up is just like he can't do that ever again, and so because he's yeah. actually gonna die next time it happens. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and and like so it's like oh no, it's it's like this bit that has this bull and everything gets hit and everything, and then like the next shot is like they they cut to him like coming out of the hospital in like a in like a wheelchair and everything, and he's like, uh uh uh. And he goes like, okay, so like the point of that bit was that like I did a magic trick and ha- and poured milk into my hat. Did the milk come out of the hat uh, whenever I got hit by the bull? And they're like, yeah, the milk. There was milk on the ground. He goes, damn it. All right, well that's all right. <laughs> so like, like <laughs> and uh, uh, but like uh, uh, the the new guys are really great and everything. Like Bam Margera can't be in the new one and stuff because like he uh they sent him to rehab because uh he was like showing up like loaded and oh. everything so like oh that's rough yeah that, that's kind of like i don't know it's kind of a sad thing and everything but uh yeah uh, but i honestly like i don't know like there, there's so much like cool stuff in this movie or, or funny stuff in this movie that like i honestly didn't miss him that much uh yeah you know so i don't know uh uh yeah b- big recommend I'd, I'd, I'd like <laughs> or not exactly recommend because like because i think jackass isn't for the faint of heart there's a lot of like crap there's a lot of like doo-doo and fucking puke <laughs> and and a lot of bodily fluids uh the the new jack okay i will say this jackass forever in particular has the most male nudity in it that i've seen in a movie that, like that that isn't like explicitly just porn and stuff like it is an absurd amount of like male nudity and stuff there's so much like there's so much dick in this movie it's uh <laughs> It's honestly incredible. Like from from like literally the first scene and stuff. It's just, after uh, after yeah. the the amount of anime tit that I've subjected myself to while working on this next video. Maybe that's exactly what I need. Yeah, yeah. I just need like just because on the, on the flip frontal. side, like I thought about bringing up the fact that I watched Keijo, all of Keijo, uh, yeah. when you asked me what I'd been watching, but right. decided to hold off. <laughs> Basically the same thing. Right. Yeah. Jackass yeah. is just Keijo for boys. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Keijo for like and, and it. Uh, God, it, it's funny though because like. Uh, uh, you know, not to say that they're woke kings or whatever, but like, like th- they actually seem to go out of their way to make their audience uncomfortable and stuff. Like, like a lot yeah. of the like straight dudes that would be like super into jackass for like just like you know the people getting hurt humor and stuff like that and everything. Like, like, like making that that section of their audience like like uncomfortable with the fact that like yeah you're just seeing Chris Pontius's like dick and balls like in 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 increasingly cartoonish <laughs> situations like in jackass 3 they tie like a like a rc helicopter to his penis and then like <laughs> fly it around and, and stuff and he's and he's just on the ground going like <laughs> like not even not even legitimately screaming in pain because it doesn't hurt that much but it's just like it feels it feels weird <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Jackass so is fun. Like, how, how do you come up with that shit? It's like that is like that, fucking yeah. three seasons of television and four and a half movies. Yeah, like oh god, and that like that's another thing that I actually think is really smart about them too is that they actually go out of their way to make a lot of these like ideas so outlandish that it's like basically impossible for uh like like 
like middle school kids to like imitate and hurt themselves because like where the yeah. fuck you're going to get some of the shit that they have for like, that, they, that they that they use for some of these like really yeah. absurd bits you know like like uh, uh you know or why would you even want to you know um yeah yeah it's 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 good stuff i like these movies they're they're <laughs> they're super fun <laughs> uh but uh I there's a there's like a part of me that's like I wonder where I can find that show now. Uh oh it's oh you wonder can where totally, it is online. You can totally torrent it. It's totally like yeah, everywhere. I'm sure. And so the 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 show is like there's there's some good stuff. I think the movies are definitely like the best stuff, but there's some yeah. there's some stuff on uh uh in in the show that like is just absolute okay, if you want a good example of like some of the like absolute rancid shit in there that like you actually like that caused me to like, cause I, I feel like I have a pretty strong stomach and stuff. My brother does not. My brother yeah. like, like almost pukes every time we watch one of these <laughs> movies and stuff. But, but, uh, uh, th- there's a skit where Dave England, uh, eats uh, in the show, uh, which I'm, I'm fucking utterly shocked. They got this to air on television in the two thousands and stuff, but he ate all the ingredients of an omelet and then puked oh, it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then puked it back up into like a pan, and then fried it, and then ate it. And uh, yeah, and that that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's, that's pretty bad. That's <laughs> pretty bad. There's some stuff that's on that level. That's uh, that's pretty bad. But like you know, it, it's like I, I think they're merciful with 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 some of the with like the pacing of the films to like make them not yeah not like relentless. But yeah, uh, you know. Should we move on to questions? Why not? Let's move on from jackass <laughs> to questions. I really wish that I had like, like some kind of oh, like. Uh, we can revisit this topic. <laughs> so like, like <laughs> well, well, no, I'm thinking more so like I wish that I had some kind of anecdotes about uh, jackass. Oh, about growing up with it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, because like, I didn't. Uh, yeah. Uh, instead, I just had uh, kids who watched it like shoot me with BB guns for fun. <laughs> Yeah, like uh uh I think I talked about this like last episode somehow. <laughs> um Yeah, like uh I don't know. I, I like I, I grew up with it around and everything, but I honestly I don't think that like m- most of my friends were like nearly as fascinated with it as I was and stuff. Cause I think I, I had always been able to kind of see like, man, there's <laughs> there's there's something like innately likable about this that I feel like wouldn't be there otherwise yeah. and stuff. Like Yeah, definitely. Uh, as, as, even in like some of the spinoffs, like the like the like the like Viva La Bam, like the show that like is just about Bam's life or whatever, where he's doing mm-hmm. dumb stuff or whatever, that always felt way more like mean spirited and actually like hurtful and stuff yeah. than than actual jackass and stuff. Like like if yeah, genuinely feel like Johnny Knoxville is like is like a glue that makes that shit work and stuff. Like that makes sense. Really, yeah. Could he have had a more <clears throat> perfect name? No, for the life that he lived. No. As an uh, aside, I, I was reading an old, I was reading like an oral history of, uh, of, of the, the whole thing and stuff. And apparently at one point before Jackass had come out, he was offered by Lauren Michaels, a spot on SNL to just like, have like, just have him do things to himself. Cause like one of the things that he like, uh, that he like, like, uh, 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 that he used to like, uh, uh fucking, uh pitch jackass to like uh to to people and stuff was uh uh him like testing like like uh protective stuff like on himself or whatever like like uh mm-hmm. like like he tested like pepper spray on himself 
And like, like, it's just this home video of him testing pepper spray and like testing a bulletproof vest and like getting someone to shoot him and stuff like, <laughs> and like, and, and, as, and, and Lauren Michaels is like, here, we'll give you five minutes on SNL every week. And you can like do videos like this and stuff on there. And it was like a pretty big offer. And then he was like, no, I'm actually just going to do this, do this full show with my friends and see where it goes. And like that, that's like an unbelievably good fucking choice. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. But no, yeah, he's he's one of the few things because he actually is from Knoxville. Uh, and oh, yeah. Yeah. Like like that. That's not like a total stage. I, I mean, it is a stage name, but like like. He actually is from Knoxville and stuff, so he's actually one of the few things that I have that like make me proud of where I come from. That's funny. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Questions. Uh. Oh, questions. Um, question coming in from a friend of the show, Jackie. Uh, hey, y'all. Do you have a piece of media that pulled you in with its with its aesthetic, but ended up being unappealing in every other way? Uh, for me, it would be the game Pixie Garden on the PS1, which has a bunch of cool art and designs, but ended up being a glorified aquarium with too much waiting to be engaging, but too much micromanagement to leave it and wait until something interesting happens. Uh, I feel like I feel like Mad World on Wii really like jumps out to me as like I feel like I should like that game because it's like a cell shaded black and white like very comic book inspired action yeah. game. But it like really yeah. it really doesn't do it for me. Like it, it's just like it doesn't feel good. No, and and uh, and like I don't know. I I'm like I'm very particular about about uh what kind of death game like concept media I like and stuff because I feel because mm. I feel like I've always been tired of it. <laughs> yeah, for the most yeah, part. it it definitely yeah. depends for me. Yeah. Um, I wish I had an answer for this. Quite frankly, mm. um, I feel like there was even something kind of recently. Where I was like, this looks fucking awesome. Right. Uh, but like nobody had like played or watched or read or whatever it was it. And I was like pretty supremely disappointed because I thought I had found a hidden gem of sorts. Yeah. But now I'm completely blanking on what it would have been. Uh, which is a shame. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this is always my answer with this sort of thing. I can never remember offhand um so I, there there probably is an answer for sure uh yeah <clears throat> i mean i guess well kind of near automata oh really yeah 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 that one didn't click for me and then i played near and i yeah. liked it and i'm playing dragon garden i like it i wonder i wonder how um, you would respond if you like revisited it at any point i plan to i think i'll yeah. get more out of it on a second yeah. playthrough we, we could book club that too because i've i've kind of wanted to revisit it too yeah um, yeah but we'll uh see. we'll yeah. see where things go i probably will try to play dragon guard one before i do that yeah same uh, yeah well we'll see where things go uh i i think um i think also like I, I think i have a really easy out for this and everything is that like basically any like tokusatsu show that i didn't end up liking very much fits into this mm, because like that I, makes sense. I think a lot of those look extremely cool and stuff mm -hmm. like like by and large everything but then like there's just some shows that like the writing is like it completely fails or whatever so like yeah I, I feel like i've like just any of those that i've ever said i didn't like is probably in there um yeah that but, makes sense yeah yeah i mean i guess like with tokusatsu like how many examples are there of shows where you think the design is like truly dog shit <laughs> yeah there's like there's not there's not too many and stuff like yeah even ones that like just don't really do it for me like there's common rider kiva which is like 
very like gothic like it's like it's, it's like it's like a visual k common writer and stuff and I, I don't know that that style doesn't really doesn't actually work for me very much it sounds like it would but like uh i don't know but 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 i don't think it's dog shit like like i kind of look a, at it and i'm just like i don't know this this, this, this looks common cool writer suit sitting on like an ornate chair holding a, cha- uh, a chalice uh, uh, yeah no uh, 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 a viola oh right yeah 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 that's like a thing is like he uh yeah he like plays like the the yeah that is supremely fucking funny yeah yeah uh that that show's written by toshiki in a way who's like uh oh. probably the most divisive writer in that in that uh in in that whole like in the whole I spectrum he, he did he did jetman he did uh Conan oh, he worked on Urusei Yatsura. yeah he worked on a bunch of anime he did the uh he did the yeah. he did the anime adaptation of death note uh ah. he did, he, he's done a lot of stuff and uh he's he's gonna write the new super sentai show which absolutely looks absolutely just uh I, I don't even know how to respond to how it looks it just looks it looks like it it looks it's 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 fucking bizarre there's two entirely cg characters in it and uh what? i don't think wait that's which one work. is this okay just look up don brothers uh oh my fucking oh my fucking god yeah, no it is it is com- what the fuck it is completely off the like super sentai has been in like financial decline for years now and i think they they're totally they're like breaking the glass and going fuck this let's fucking do the <laughs> most insane shit possible get get the guy that basically saved sentai in the early 90s and then and then have him write something absolutely fucking goddamn insane this year so what uh what do you think it is about it that's causing a decline uh i think there's a sort there's a formula to super sentai that i think turns off a lot of people i think it's it's uh Mm. the fact that like it's it's kind of been uh a relatively similar thing uh for the entire like like not like I think there like I think I actually personally skew more towards a, like being a Super Sentai fan than any other uh series which is interesting mm-hmm. uh but but I think uh uh I think like it's basically been like a very similar show to itself since it started in 1975 and like right. it hasn't ever gone off the air so there's no like there's no era where like it was absent for a while and then people actually missed it because it's always been there and stuff, whereas like Kamen Rider had right. like a giant ten year gap where like nothing was happening and stuff in the right. in the eighties. So I think it I think it's probably that um, more than like anything. Uh, but so so then that's not necessarily consistent as well among like uh, Ultraman and Kamen Rider. No, yeah, yeah. It's just like I don't know. I think I think like, yeah, because Ultraman and Connor have actually been doing quite well recently and stuff. So it's like a, it's, a, it's like a weirdly like Super Sentai has not figured it out. And like I like it, and it's weird because like I wouldn't say it's like completely disinterest either because like it straight up is like because because the people that would be spurring on most of the finances for that show would be children begging their parents yeah. to buy stuff. So like something about it isn't clicking with kids at all. <laughs> so right. so uh, it's very interesting because like I have no answers because I've thought about every answer it could be for the past like yeah several years and I can't I can't come up with any anymore. There's no more excuses. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, huh. the, 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 what they're doing this year feels like like a, a weird desperate thing. That honestly, I think I think the funniest outcome 
for the series would be if if it if if this somehow succeeded. Like if for some reason this was what did it, <laughs> like like that that would be like okay, like that's that's hilarious. That like I don't know why why this worked, but um, you know. Uh like I think they's like straight up like I think it was a joke, but like one of the actors in like a recent press conference leading up to that show and stuff like straight up said there might not be another sentai if we don't succeed with this one though i I think he was joking but like yeah that also feels like it's a joke that came from somewhere very real yeah (laughs) so so, yeah i don't know um well yeah yeah so tokusatsu is an easy catch-all uh jay asks are there any pieces of media that most people would be surprised to find out that you enjoy um, uh, pre- preferably something you haven't already discussed on the pod. I don't remember what I talked about in the last podcast, <laughs> let alone the prior twenty episodes. I'm yeah. sorry to say, I might give the same answer again if I've been asked this before. Uh, I, th- I think I don't know. Like, I, I guess listeners of this podcast, I feel like I, I make a lot of what I like very apparent. Uh, yeah, same here. I think listeners of this podcast may not know that I that I do like. Uh, Western comic books too. Uh, like I, I uh, yeah, that hasn't really yeah, come up. Yeah, I, I like I like Superman quite a bit. I think he's a very interesting character. I think I think uh, the Doom Patrol is probably my favorite like comic property and stuff. Like like yeah. like 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 I can't say series because it's not been a consistent series over any amount of time. But like I, I like more runs than I I like more more writer artist runs on Doom Patrol than I dislike. Um. I like to, I like Transformers. I'm a big Beast Wars fan. Uh, you know, yeah. so I gotta say that. I like Beast Wars a lot. Check out Beast Wars if you haven't. It's at you you might laugh at it at first, but it actually is pretty fucking good. <laughs> so listen, season two of Beast Wars is outstanding. Uh so you know. Uh oh, man, I really wish I had an answer to this one as well. I I I feel like I'm I feel like I'm in the position that you are this week and stuff like like a good amount like like I, I think last week or the week or, or the or I think last time or the time before that and stuff I was in that I was in your position going like I can't think of anything yeah. and stuff so I think yeah. I, guess, I guess it's just your turn. Uh. <laughs> um. Damn it! Yeah, I don't have anything. I'm so sorry. Uh. That, that just means see. you lay it all out there. You you let people know exactly what you think and, uh, and what you like, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay, word. Um, uh, hey, Nikki and Hazel, y'all should definitely do the same flowchart tier list with all the Sonic games. Oh, my God. Uh, professionals would also include the obscure shit. Um, love the pod, Hazel's channel, and discuss all monsters. Oh. Hetera's best boy. It's true. Wow. Um, yeah, so I suppose that... Uh, I I forgot that we were gonna make this a thing. So yeah, fuck it. Why not Sonic Power Rankings? Um, I feel like uh uh oh god. Um, I, I can I, just give a quick one. Yeah, yeah. I I have I have like I don't. I, it's not that I have no attachment to Sonic. Is that like I I, I just I, I feel like I feel like I have to grow an attachment again and stuff like like, yeah, like definitely uh my brother actually kind of gave me a playlist of games that he thinks i should mm. play that that i that would probably get me like kind of like interested in in sonic more and stuff uh and yeah. he told me this might help you out and stuff he told me i should check out like just just i guess he, he told me i should check out adventure one adventure two unleashed and generations 
Interesting. And and uh, uh, I I think generations partly because every time I looked at the screen while he was playing that, I was like, "Damn, this looks good." So yeah, <laughs> maybe 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 there's like Mario brain seeping in there. But then again, Sonic Lost World looked like it was very much trying to trying to do a Mario thing, and I think that game looks yeah. like it sucks. That yeah, Lost it's World, not very Lost good. World sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. But yeah, gen- generations looks good. Uh, but uh, uh, unleashed, yeah. I've always been kind of partial to. Uh, what do you think of unleashed? Like, uh, uh, I think unleashed I has a spot. I think that <laughs> I think that that it probably does. Yeah, uh, I think unleashed is is uh kind of kind of fucked up and busted. Yeah. in a lot of ways. Right, uh, and in a lot of ways that that aren't necessarily conducive to it. Kind of having a long lasting positive overall uh uh image in one's head right. but i think what that game does right it does uh my favorite out of any game like it like the the the, um, the day stages are fucking yeah they're like, fucking awesome really good yeah and the music is is pretty incredible yeah um i'm going to say that off the top of my head I'm gonna say Sonic Adventure One is at the top. Yeah, yeah. That, I was, I and was I've actually gonna suggest that too. Yeah, <laughs> I've made my reasons very apparent. Yeah. Um, and then following that, I'm going to say, uh, Sonic Two. Um, yeah. Because that was the first Sonic game I ever played, and I think that Sonic Three is almost a little overwhelming in its scope when compared to Sonic Two. I think Sonic Two is a really good balance of yeah. like being like a very simple game that kind of remains uh pretty fresh throughout yeah um and then i'm gonna say sonic heroes man because i think that's a weird outlier that has really there's no other game in the sonic franchise or in general that plays quite like sonic heroes um i think it it kind of i feel like it would be remembered exactly the way we remember billy hatcher if it wasn't a sonic game but was still made by sonic team if that makes sense Mm. um where it is this kind of weird outlier that is that feels very fresh as a result i think i think i think uh hero is is kind of undercut by the fact that you have to like uh like that 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 you have to play so much of it like over again a lot and yeah and uh and that like to get the ending like they they make you get the 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 all the all the emeralds and that's like yeah really frustrating and stuff like yeah yeah I, 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 i've never beaten that game yeah sonic heroes is a really good first level though <laughs> like, like, it does it's very true really good it's first very level. good um um yeah and then also uh i think the next one i'd put on would be uh sonic r yeah uh the music is 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 there are very few games where the music has kind of like really holistically transcended the original work right um but even if you put it back in the context of the game that it's in i genuinely think that that game is like a weird slippery kind of like lonely game that has an atmosphere that very very few games have and i find that really appealing um and then I'm going to say that there's a split down the middle for position number five. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, Sonic Unleashed, which was released in 2008. 
and Sonic 06, which was released in 2006. <laughs> the reason why I'm putting 06 on here is, is should, I mean, it should be pretty obvious. There's no game that, that has brought a, a, every single human being on planet Earth together quite like Sonic 06 <laughs> has. And I think that that's really... I think that that's really beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's a unifying force. Uh, exactly, exactly, exactly. My brother, my brother has uh, completed Sonic 06, and he actually kind of liked it. Uh, I have a yeah. feeling that that game. I mean, I think that game probably has its its weird merits. Yeah, and I think that if I were to play it now, I would get something very very particular out of it. Yeah, uh, and then Unleashed is just like a, a fantastic boost era. Sonic yeah, yeah, game. It's, it's very like down the middle, but like. Like in terms of yeah. like, there's the good stuff and then there's the bad stuff and the stuff. But like, yeah, like the good stuff is really good. Like it's it's like, yeah, the good stuff is like exactly how you want Sonic to be as you imagine it. It's like pretty nuts. Yeah, um, and the bad stuff is just fucking boring, and that's kind of the end of it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's the that's the that's the rub. Uh, that and like the 360 yeah. and PS3 version, like they have you do like collectathon type stuff, which is like totally unfun in in like that context. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that, that'll suffice. Yeah, I'll I'll let you yeah. kind of I'll let you you know take the reins on that and stuff. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I feel like yeah. Uh, at some point, we'll pick something else yeah, yeah, for the yeah. next one. I think. Yeah, yeah. Unless people have recommendations, email that to podspiritpod right. at gmail dot com. Yeah, yeah. Just making this like a full on segment or whatever. Uh, yeah. Fuck it. Anyway. Um. <clears throat> yeah. I guess next question. Uh. Uh. Maya writes in. Uh, after recent discussion okay, about Utena and the struggle of getting past the first couple episodes, I was wondering if there was a piece of media with a bad or weird opening that you felt particularly rewarded for pushing through. Stuff that made you forgive or even retroactively appreciate the rough intro. Um, I, so I think we've talked about it before, but I feel like this is a, a good pick because Maya was the one who introduced, I think, us both to this work. But mm. Anani Master Kurosawa oh, uh, yeah. is is a good example where like... It is uh, the most sus uh, an, an opening can be, but has, I think, a really incredible, if kind of cliched, payoff. Um, and I think that it's a really beautiful story as a result. And I think that it's, um, its message is almost more applicable to the very concept of uh, storytelling than it is the characters that 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 the stories are told about if that makes sense yeah we're <clears throat> like um it is uh it, it's kind of like how do i put it like i think that it, it's kind of proof that um if something if you give <sighs> I'm blanking on the exact words. I'm kind of running at half capacity here. Um, but I think like that and and uh, uh, Akunohana together yeah, yeah. paint a really beautiful picture of kind of like the rewarding quality of sticking through with something that seems like it might be like fucked up or whatever. But more than that, kind of like proving that there are instances where when something is is thoughtful, uh, uh there are certain kinds of stories that can only be told by being incredibly off-putting and uh, uh, causing a lot of instant friction. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that's really, really special and really important to keep in mind when kind of gauging what a piece of art is is going for versus what it's 
content is at a very baseline level yeah if that makes sense i i feel like for this particular question i have like a lot of really easy answers and stuff because uh mm, cool i i feel like i feel like i always end up getting really attached to stuff with slow openings because i think i'm i'm like a fairly yeah i, I, I feel like i'm a fairly patient like player slash watcher reader of things and stuff because yeah uh i i i think i'm much more uh amenable to like to something having a slow opening but like going somewhere and stuff rather than something like petering off if something peters off it like really like like bugs me and stuff like whenever i can feel something petering off and stuff i'm like a, a like a like a good opening and stuff so i'd much rather something just like lay down foundation and like take forever doing that and stuff and then reward me later and stuff like uh so i talked about this last time but final fantasy tactics has like a fucking brutal opening section that is pretty like player antagonistic but uh i'm like halfway through it at this point maybe like or, or approaching there and stuff and i and i feel like very rewarded by like my patience with there uh yeah i think um i, I made an hour-long video about it but a uh, common rider blade has like an opening arc that is very much like it feels like you're dropped into like episode 30 of a completely different show and it's like all right just figure it out and then and then like eventually like you get kind of clued in and it's like okay this makes sense and then like the ending of the show is like the the most rewarding ending that like any any commentator show has ever had uh yeah yeah i don't know i think i think I think it's just a lot of my recommendations. I feel like fall in a uh, fall under that uh, sort of category. Is just like is is kind of uh, slow burns. I'm I'm a big slow burn person. I like I like a good slow burn. Uh, I think yeah. I, I feel like Dune is a slow burn too. Dune Dune Dune's a real slow burn. <laughs> so, but I like Dune. Uh, so yeah. I, I wish I had other examples offhand again for yeah. things that even just have like slow openings. Because I feel like there's absolutely, absolutely some some pretty stellar examples of of things that are kind of worth giving the patience. Yeah. Um, but I also think sometimes it doesn't really occur to me that way. Like a lot of people say that Ava, quote unquote, doesn't get good until Oscar shows up, and I think those people are fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, uh, yeah, I think that's another very important thing too. Is that like whenever you like something so much, it really doesn't like, like refl- even reflecting on it, it's like, oh, okay, well, I didn't really, I don't know, it, it, like. Yeah. Uh, people say people say this about people say that's this kind of thing about Dragon Quest a lot too, and I don't really think Dragon Quest games are very slow. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like I feel like I'm probably very strange in thinking that, but I, I don't know. I, I've just <laughs> I, I've never I've never felt too like you know uh, 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 I don't know. I've I've never felt like it was a too much of a slow burn. I'm just like yeah, whatever. I'm chilling. Yeah, uh, hanging out. Yeah. Um, but yeah um okay and then we're gonna move on to the twitter questions and we can kind of like rapid fire a lot of this okay um uh do you all have any favorite album art oh my god uh um i'm gonna try to pick like a, a short few favorites yeah I- but i feel like that's going to be hard in and of itself because now none are coming to mind um Me. I think I, I got I got to look up one. Uh, damn. I mean, every number girl record has great art. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, I was trying to think of art that I like that I don't really like remember much about the musician, but that's 
That doesn't that right. doesn't that doesn't make much sense because uh, I can't remember the fucking name of the artist, so now I can't find the art. But uh, uh, Row Row by Boat has a really good album cover. I was actually uh, thinking about I think like, that's like a really yeah fantastically matched album cover. I was thinking about that the other day of just like how good that art is. Um, yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Um, which Sheena Ringo album is it? Uh, there's one in particular, um, that I have always really adored. Um, uh, where are you? Oh, I mean, that's not, that's not really going to help me because it's, <laughs> it's written out in, in kanji. Uh, oh, uh, Heisei Manners, I think is the name of the record. Mm. Um, it's a bathtub full of all of the instruments that are played on the album, Released right, like a yeah, lot of yeah. different instruments. Um, I adore that album cover. Yeah, uh, I think it's great. I'm literally looking at my Spotify right now, and uh, 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 that my dead girlfriend record, uh, uh, Hades: The Nine Stages of Change at the Deceased Remains. Cool title too, <laughs> but but that art is really good. Um, I think all the My Chemical Romance art is really good. Like uh, like like Black Parade is pretty unassuming, but like if you've ever owned the CD, like. Uh, taking off that cardboard uh, like overlay and stuff and then like seeing like all the art under it and stuff is like extremely cool yeah uh, yeah oh emperor x an- yet another shout out to emperor x yes. emperor x always has yeah. really fucking cool art and stuff like big agree yeah uh yeah just uh yeah i guess those just off the top of my head and everything uh yeah i think that's a good list yeah why not um I, like I feel like every Let's time see. like there is cool album art, we're gonna point it out whenever we're talking about a record. So uh Yeah. Uh uh Hopes for Chainsaw Man Part Two other than maintaining the quality of the first half. Um, uh honestly I'm down for literally anything. Yeah. I just want Fujimoto to have fun. I'm pretty down for whatever I think, yeah, just uh like I want to see him uh uh be like like really settle into the fact that like he's now on jump plus and can just kind of do whatever and stuff and just like kind of yeah. let loose. Um, I yeah. think though I, I guess like the one thing I guess is like a, an actual like uh wish for in like in content or whatever is uh, I definitely, and it seems like it's just going to be this way. So like, it's kind of really safe, but I would really like to see uh delving into like some of the deeper, like more conceptual, like aspects of chainsaw man like uh some of the stuff yeah. that, like makimo was talking about in that scene mm-hmm. uh about like the way that chainsaw man works is like that stuff is utterly fucking fascinating to me yeah and stuff like I, absolutely i'm not even like a lore hound but like i have to know more about those fucking ideas and so like like that whole thing about like the star that like like, like makes children go insane and like all these different concepts that like, <laughs> but like mixing that in with things that are just his, like, like happened in our history and stuff like that's, it's such a brilliant yeah. moment. And I want to see more stuff like that. Like I want to see really heady stuff in Chainsaw Man going forward. And yeah, stuff. Uh, definitely. And I think, I think it's just that, I think that's just the nature of it continuing will mean that we will get more of that. So, uh, that's very yeah, safe. I agree. Um, uh, what's your favorite go-to quick to prepare weeknight dinner recipe? Fuck. Oh. I feel like I have a good answer for this. And it's, why am I like this? You, 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 uh, 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 
You've talked about making spaghetti. You like some, you got you like making spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. Know? Spaghetti, spaghetti is a safe go-to. Uh, I've been really into uh, pesto, making pesto lately. Ooh, that's super okay, easy and yeah, super yeah. rewarding. Um, um, so that's my answer. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I don't know. I, I need to. I need to. I need to move out and cook more and stuff. I need to be forced. The thing to is, cook I don't more. cook for. I don't really cook just for myself almost yeah. ever. Yeah. Uh, I will be content to just like eat sandwich. Right. Yeah. And that's that. Yeah, I, I'm a. Um, I I think I think my my answer is going to be uh, I really like. Uh, it was kind of like a weird like 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 meme I think like on TikTok or like reaction videos and stuff like that. Uh, it's like it's like the the bulldog like uh, like Korean like really extremely spicy like ramen noodles. And oh stuff. yeah yeah uh, yeah. I like I like actually bought and ate one of those like last month for the first time like a year after people were making those videos and i was like damn this mm-hmm. shit is fucking good so i've been i've been eating those a lot and stuff absolutely fucking like like wreaking havoc on my fucking internal like and on my stomach <laughs> and my fucking uh digestive system but like man those noodles are good uh so yeah it's good spicy noodles i guess yeah um uh uh <laughs> you've talked a lot about your love for bomb the music industry but i was wondering how you feel about jeff rosenstock's solo work i like it a lot uh i i, I think i i think i actually technically kind of uh like i think i liked bomb the music industry uh way back and stuff but but i, I kind of like lapsed out of them for a, a while and stuff and just wasn't listening to them very much and then yeah uh whenever jeff's uh we cool album came out like in like 2014 2015 uh mm. that got me right all the way back in so jeff rosenstock like i'm kind of almost more familiar with the solo stuff at this point uh like there, there's, there's kind of more of it but like i I kind of return to it more uh yeah like it, it, it there's really good stuff uh like uh uh and uh uh the most recent album was like extremely good um I forget what it was called all of a sudden, but no dream, uh, no dream. That's yeah. The, I really liked that one quite a bit, but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I I'm a fan. have not listened to almost any of it. I don't think there's some good stuff. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like, a, it's, it's, it's very like power poppy at the, you know, a yeah. lot of the time. Um, yeah. So it's interesting that he's managed to get more popular after uh bomb broke up yeah it's like it's weird isn't it yeah yeah like he's at his his biggest i think yeah yeah he's he's like he's he's a yeah he's only gotten more popular as i've known him uh for sure um what's an old family guy funny moment you think about (laughs) often i really like that question (laughs) oh man uh i would really love to hear yours i really want to know like what what family guy joke just Got you. I'm sorry, I don't have one. You don't have one? Oh my god! I don't have one offhand. Uh, I'm sure there is one. Oh my god! Well, now I'm trying to think. For some, I didn't watch a ton of Family Guy growing for, up. For some reason, like uh, uh I, I think I always watched it because it was an obstacle to get to cooler stuff on Adult Swim. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so it kept like showing up, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm watching this, and then I did get some laughs out of me and stuff. And I, and I liked it in like middle school, so I'm not I'm not gonna front. I'm not gonna front like I like I never thought Family Guy was funny um no uh, yeah know, i i felt the same I'm not going way front, like i didn't watch fucking peter versus chicken like videos on like fucking youtube or whatever uh but um I don't, for some reason the thing that keeps jumping out to me is that what is whenever they fucking killed brian and then like got a new dog 
and stuff and like and like the memes the memes that that caused yeah, that that was like way funnier were, than were, anything the show did yeah yeah like, yeah like and the fact that like oh god i remember i may have, I, I swear to god i talked about this on the show but maybe i talked about it on shit shooters with wyatt but uh something that's hilarious to think about is i fucking distinctly remember when that happened because i was working my first ever shitty job at a gas station uh here and uh i remember that happened and then like a couple days later uh i like looked at my phone during my break and like paul walker from the fast and furious movies died yeah and, stuff. and there were like and, and then i also think like a month before or after that like i think nelson fucking mandela had died and so and, yeah <laughs> and uh so there was like there's weird those weird memes of them like looking down and from heaven and stuff and it's just that's just such a yeah i remember that that's just such an absurdly funny group of people to, <laughs> to like line up yeah. with each other um and people did that again didn't they with like ruth bader ginsburg and like whoever else who else died uh, Wait, did did Harambe die at the same time that Brian Griffin died, or was that separate? No, I think that was later. That like the, the Harambe, okay. Harambe died like 2016, and I definitely oh, was. Wow. I definitely not, was not working my first job when Harambe died. Uh, yeah, I was working at uh, a different store. Um, I think I was working at Target when Harambe okay, died. Okay, well, you said it, so yeah, I was working at Target, but I was I was working at a, <laughs> a, a, a different Target, not the same, a different, very different, yeah, yeah. very different targets. We we both worked at Target. For that corporation at a, a like like at the same time or around at one the same point. time yeah at one yeah point. yeah um yeah i don't know so i guess that's the only thing that like uh um it's the only thing that jumps out at me i don't know why i keep like yeah I, i'm i'm blanking on family guy funny moments too i'm, yeah, I'm just not me too. i've just not revisited it in fucking forever like I'm, no me and, neither and, and nor do i have plans to why would i ever no neither do <laughs> i Actually, okay, friend of the show Wyatt, I, I think actually did watch like the first season of Family Guy on a Lark, like at one point last year. Yeah. And that was funny. I think he watched it and then it's also probably decent television. Like he watched the first season of Family Guy and I think he like he compared and contrasted to like the first season of like King of the Hill. And I think he oh, was like interesting. Like he'd like determined that King of the Hill was like much better or something. Uh oh, of course. Which is like true and stuff oh that's another thing My, yeah. mike judge makes an appearance in uh jackass oh boy like, does like, he talk about Infowars? no he doesn't he's he's he's, a, he's just like present for one of the bits in like the second one i think he's just like mm -hmm. like like they're doing a really rancid fucking thing and then like the camera turns around to the people reacting because like there's like a recurring thing where cameramen like throw up because they have to shoot these horrible things that they're doing to themselves right. and stuff. And like the camera swings over. You just see Mike judge is watching this. It's <laughs> like, that's a punchline. Yeah. 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 It's, it's great. Um, but yeah. Um, I guess next um, question. where were you when Mega Man legends three was canceled? Uh, in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, me too. Did I? Did, I don't think I've ever told this story anywhere, but um, uh, I made a Facebook account to like the thousand strong, ten thousand strong for Mega Man Legends. Oh, that campaign. is so funny. Yeah, that's that's funny. I, th I I I will say uh uh I I actually think over the years, even though it's like, even though Mega Man, everything about Mega Man, like stylistic this is a good one for the fucking aesthetic question actually everything about mega man should appeal to me but i just really don't like mega man very much and stuff that's like, funny i've loved it my entire life yeah uh, like uh 
that bit in Tim Rogers, like doom video where he talks about like, where he talks shit on Mega Man and is like, you want to know why they give him a fucking, uh, like, uh, do you want to know why they give him a uh, projectile weapon? Because he's not fun to move. And so, so like, and like, I actually sat there and I was like, yes, I agree. Like, and like yeah. you're saying it for me. But Mega Man Legends has always been the one that's like, okay, I think, I think this one's my, yeah. this one's my speed. Um, but uh, if we hadn't, if we hadn't done the Sonic power ranking, I would have made us do a Mega Man power ranking uh, right now. But uh, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, sweep through the rest yeah, of these. Yeah, but. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I was just like, yeah, I, I was just like a junior in high school and I thought it was, I thought it was neat that they were doing that because it'd been so long and then, uh, and then suddenly it was canceled and it was like, okay, well there's that. Uh, and then, and then after I graduated high school, Kickstarter become, becoming, started becoming like a, a huge thing. So that was weird. And so mighty number yeah. nine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, any any video game character or media as a whole, uh, who, whose wardrobe would you want access to? Oh, Travis Touchdown. Oh, that's a good pick. Good jackets, even better t-shirts, a lot of jeans. I'm into that. Travis Touchdown. There we go. Sunglasses. Do I really not have? Do I really oh, not have you, a fucking? You've got one. I'm sure. Just rack your brain. You've got one. You've got one. I know it. God damn it! What the fuck is? What do I like? You can't say Sonic. Who am I? You can't say Sonic the Hedgehog because you, it would just be gloves and yeah, shoes. Yeah, I'm not a nudist. <laughs> yeah. A nudist that plays uh, like soccer or <laughs> Uh, I really like. Uh, what do I like? If you don't, uh, if you don't give a good answer, we're just gonna have to default to saying Mario, and people are gonna have to like picture you in overalls. And so, like, <laughs> uh, I gotta say, I really like, uh, I really like the the main outfit. Uh, that no fucking hell. Uh, if it, well, I'm just gonna say Heather Mason, so we can move on. It doesn't matter. Uh, Heather Mason's a good one, though. I like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like, I like that that jean skirt she's got. Yeah. Um, uh, from your work alone, there's obviously a lot to lean, uh, lot to learn from works of anime, but I usually don't see it in academia. Do you think anime offers any unique story aspects that academia is missing? Uh, any feelings about what it would be like to teach from anime in a classroom? Uh, I mean, I think if this if if this channel has taught me anything, it's that like everything has a story, uh, yeah. and that those stories are often much more like richer and interconnected than it uh, ever seems at a baseline. Yeah. Um, I think that rather than teaching uh, from anime as though using it as an example of something either historically speaking or, or, or like aesthetically speaking, uh, I think it makes more sense to me that, uh, uh, I lost my train of thought. I don't know. I I, I feel like I I ha I'm so disinterested in academia, um, that it's difficult for me to envision what that would look like because I don't know what what school is like anymore. It's been almost a decade since yeah. I was in school, and yeah. I don't really remember it. Yeah, like uh, uh yeah. Did did you did you go to college at any point and stuff? Because I because no. I dropped out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I never went. Yeah. I barely graduated from high school. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. So, I, I, yeah, we, we might be the two wrong people to ask about about uh, yeah. what academia looks like. I do, stuff. I do think that, that generally speaking, most uh, institutional learning uh, 
ignores basically anything but like the major examples from countries outside of america yeah. and i think that they should fucking stop it yeah and, and take more um influence yeah. and inspiration from things outside I, of that i, I think like, in particular i think the one i would probably like like go at the most is uh music music is yeah. is, is told from a very anglo-centric like 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 music music like uh education is very like anglo-centric uh yeah and uh it's like i don't know i feel like it's 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 uh fairly stifling uh to the the creativity of would-be like experimentalists Uh, yeah and in addition to being anglo-centric it's also um incredibly old yeah yeah like everything i feel like like imagine if you know you spent like a week on like the classical era and then you just jumped ahead to modern stuff yeah and and started working our way through that like like there's so much more music that has happened in the last hundred years than there ever was in the 1000 years before that you know like like yeah like like there's this there's absolute truckloads of music being made every single day now um yeah so yeah i, I think um, it's really silly um but yeah, I'm, like I, I think I think anime, I think like manga, I think there's places for it for sure, and everything is just yeah, like, yeah. like we, we just wouldn't know like where or yeah. how to implement. Um, how do I watch anime when I can't s- stop multitasking to pay attention to one thing? Oh, that's that's your um, game. That's that's <laughs> that's your wait, thing. Like entirely. <sighs> Hold on, how do I watch anime when I can't stop multitasking to pay attention to one thing? Does that mean when you're only capable of multitasking? I think just watch a dubbed. That's what I do. Yeah, dubs. Dubs are good. Uh, yeah, I will watch an anime dubbed if uh, I know that I won't have the dedication to to watch it um, dead ahead. Otherwise, um, I am going to watch uh, Kari Kano and Gundam seventy nine while I'm editing this next video. I can tell you right now that both of those are going to be dubbed. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, you know, I watched all of Keijo subbed. Uh, uh, Alyssa and I are, are watching uh, Nadia, Secret of Blue Water subbed. Uh, so just, you know, I kind of got to gotta decide which I'm going to do which for. Mm. Um, uh, best thing you've ever cooked, uh, tastiest or most fun tastiest is absolutely the the some of the pizzas that i've made but i find it extremely stressful uh because it always causes our oven to smoke a whole bunch and it's uh really hard yeah. to clean you gotta, off of a pizza stone yeah you gotta you gotta cook pizza super hot and it's it goes yeah. super fast uh yeah yeah pizza, yeah, yeah. Pizza's, it's in, pizza's tough and it sticks it's sticky it's like the the most stressful part of making a pizza is getting it onto the fucking pizza stone um so yeah that's that's definitely like kind of the inverse uh most fun is honestly uh i just really like cooking with with my wife uh we made uh bibimbap recently together and uh, I put on an album, and we listened to it, and we chatted it, 
and we made it and then it came out really good and then i got to eat it with her and then we cleaned up together and it was extremely nice yeah that rules i feel like it's 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 more about the kind of like context that i'm that i'm cooking in although i honestly really do enjoy cooking in the sense of like taking two hours to just like focus completely on something and like listen to uh, a podcast or an album or some um youtube videos or something like that yeah um uh if you could choose one job from a jrpg which would you choose the the one i always go for is uh or, or the like, my favorite job in uh, or class in Final Fantasy is Dragoon. I just, I, I just love those jumping mm. guys a lot. I like lances. Yeah, those are cool. Uh, so probably that. Or, uh, but I feel like realistically, I don't know for myself. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> is there an alchemist ability? Chemist. Chemist. Yeah, I always ch- think that kind of thing is cute. Yeah, chemist in a. Chemist in uh, 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 tactics is kind of cool and stuff because like mm. the whole thing is just like taking items and just like chucking them at dudes and and you can chuck them farther yeah. and farther as you uh, as you as you level up and everything. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Um, I just wanted to thank Nikki for getting me into Shin Megami Tensei. Oh my god! Uh, also, who's paying for my inhaler after uh, the phrase "I'm gonna get that Minotaur's ass" gave me a literal asthma fit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> what the fuck uh yeah i mean you're welcome i guess <laughs> like, i don't know like it's uh 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 hope you're hope you're breathing better Jeez. uh but uh yeah yeah i mean you know uh uh i don't know it's it's weird i, I like i feel i feel like you know like uh uh just for that solid year because i was playing it so much and everything i feel like feel like shin Megami tensei kind of became like so much of of like of like me online for a little while and stuff but like now i'm like totally like i'm 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 done moved past it i'm just like yeah like, i know what you mean i'm on to the next that's thing what, that's what putting out a video is like for yeah, me yeah 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 like i really kind of have to operate right, in phases right, right. like uh <laughs> like oh, yeah, yeah it's just funny it's just like for a whole month you're just the elfin lead bitch like like that's <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and now yeah. i haven't i've like the only times that i've thought about elfin lead since were when yeah. it was relevant to other stuff i was working on when i kind of sit back and go man i'm kind of nostalgic for that but yeah, um, um, but yeah, like uh, SMT has has some of the better RPGs that I've ever played. I think, I think I was kind of like thinking about it recently and stuff because I, I I was trying to like, uh, trying to sort of rethink some of like 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 some of like my favorite games ever and stuff. And I think Nocturne probably cracks the top ten now. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, but yeah, nice. yeah, I'm I'm glad you got you got into some new games that you like because of me. Uh, I'm considering I'm, I'm not gonna tease it so much but i'm considering I, i'm i'm like i'm weighing options in terms of me doing videos again so uh maybe maybe you can get some more recommendations from me uh in that i really that want realm. it to happen i'd love for it to happen too but uh yeah i want to i want to see more nikki videos i think nikki videos would be pretty pretty all right <laughs> so right yeah, now so i agree uh, uh do we have any more i think that's the podcast I th- yeah i think it's a podcast too I th- hey yeah. we're at like two hours you know perfect there we beautiful go. perfect beautiful. that's great absolutely perfect. i don't know what to call this episode oh i don't know just just like uh <laughs> I, I i don't even know Some, something something to do with jackass probably uh, yeah uh, yeah or just doing something heinous um yeah 
but yeah, I don't know. I wonder if I can get away with having an episode called the the penis helicopter. No, no, that that has a double meaning. That won't work. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. No, I think that happens to no. Jackass too. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. No, it's going to have a double meaning. Yeah. Well, give people the wrong impression. Well, I'll figure something out. Yeah. Critics, uh, critics are, 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 are writing, uh, are raving. This is Pod Spirit's most 23rd episode yet. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah. You know where to find me. Uh, what's, what's good, Nikki? What's good in the world of, of, uh, of Nikki? At anti underscore laser on Twitter. Patreon.com slash explode when defeated. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly scrambling uh these days to try to scheme ways to to make people give me money so if you can make that easier on me that'd be awesome uh if you think to yourself i should give hazel more money uh give money to nikki instead oh that's incredibly sweet um but yeah i don't know like you, you can find me in those places and uh uh i stream on sundays i guess sometimes uh uh, I, I guess I, I I'm like I'm like waiting uh in in like not even fear but like I'm I'm just waiting to see like like because because jump will like just take a week off sometimes and stuff and I'm just like oh god do I just like do nothing that week I guess I should probably <laughs> break that week or something but um yeah I don't know I've got stuff online you'll see it just go to that go, go to yeah. that Twitter and you'll see me talk about it at some point. Yeah, it's kind of the kind of the hub for both of us. I post pretty much everything yeah. I do there. I, I, I wish I could do. I, I wish I could make myself more known online without Twitter, but it's not really an option. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. The 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 game is just to to not tweet, and then if too many people tweet at your tweet, you just delete the tweet. I'm not deleting that Mother Three account there. That tweet though, I'm not. I don't really give a shit about it one way or the other. Yeah, it's like it's, uh, it's not a huge deal or whatever. I don't. Yeah, I don't have stakes in that take to begin with. Yeah, and it's like I don't know. Like, it's not like a. I don't know. It's it's like it's like a. It's not like something that's actually like regretful. You know, it's just like no. It's just a. It's just a. a it's just like the, what it is is proof that uh, it is literally actually impossible to uh, state your case on something so clearly within a single tweet that um, there isn't. A, a heinous room for misunderstanding yeah 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 um twitter's not twitter's not a bad or it's not a good platform for discussion period yeah for sure uh, it never it never has been it's not built to it, be. it's it's uh, uh yeah it's not good for discussion it's only good for posturing and uh yeah you look like you're you're uh you it is things. good for business yeah well and with that yeah <laughs> goodbye bye